0: Welcome to The Ride, life, work, and wealth podcast with your host, Chris DeRoe. Years ago, Chris was a firefighter and a paramedic and witnessed many people not getting another tomorrow, and it shaped who he is now as a financial strategist. Chris doesn't just help people plan for a secure tomorrow. He helps them plan for a better today. Chris lives and works in Burlington, Ontario, and runs an advisory practice named Three Hats Financial. Let's get to it.
1: Welcome back to The Ride, Life, Work, and Wealth with Chris DeRoe of Three Hats Financial. I'm Patrice Sakura. Chris's guest is Christy Dickinson, the woman behind an app for those with a chronic illness or disability and their families. Chronically Simple is designed to help individuals and their families better manage their health. Chris, first of all, how do you know Christy?
2: Thanks, Patrice. Well, I know Christy and her husband Simon. I've known them for about, I would say, over 15 years now. I was just mentioning to Christy that Simon's probably shaking in his boots that the two of us are on a recording and he probably thinks we're (laughs) going to roast him, but don't worry, Simon, we're going to be nice. So we've known, the families have known each other for quite a while. Christy and Simon also have three young kids, roughly around the same age as my wife, Tina and I. And Christy's story is really interesting. She'll get obviously into the details of it, but she noticed a huge gap when she was going through all the channels in her path of trying to get diagnosed with a chronic illness and noticed that there has to be a better way to do this and she literally created this app from her bed with no previous tech background or anything it's it's pretty incredible and christy i've seen your publications and you in the media and everything else like that which i think is just awesome because i obviously know your story personal and it's pretty incredible So thank you very much for coming on. I'm really excited to today's episode. And Christy's going to go through the app, her background, and just how important this app can simplify and help families with themselves or individuals that have illnesses or disabilities. So Christy, if you can just kind of go through your story and why you built Chronically Simple and some of the hurdles you had in the early days of being diagnosed with your chronic illness.
3: Sure. Uh, Thank you, Chris. Thanks very much for having me on always a pleasure to chat with you and i love to share about chronically simple to your point this product came out of need it literally was built from my bed for the first few years which is funny i haven't reflected on that for a while but totally accurate so i am a 43 year old wife mother of three young children and i have been an entrepreneur for the majority of my career Prior to getting sick, I ran my own recruitment firm, and so understanding the challenges of building a business was not new to me. After the birth of our third child, our daughter, my health took a a drastic turn for the worst. So with each pregnancy, my health deteriorated a little bit more, and what I didn't realize at the time, but now as I'm able to look in hindsight, I was ultimately diagnosed with a rare genetic tissue disorder and it took me seven years to get to that diagnosis. Wow. I didn't at the time that I'm not unique in the rare disease community. Unfortunately, it is approximately seven to 10 years to diagnosis because you're dealing with a smaller subset of patients. So oftentimes the healthcare professionals that you're seeing, They just don't have the knowledge in the condition if you don't present with something that is more, for lack of a better term, mainstream or well known. So, after Sadie was born and my health went downhill pretty quickly, I had to take a year off. I closed down my company and uh, we called that year my pause because I was 37 years old. I was not ready to retire. I love being a mom, but I'm also a very driven person and I loved working so the idea of not being able to have that part of my world I just wasn't ready to let go of so I went on this pause and I had ultimately I just received my diagnosis so we thought we'll give it a year and I'll get my health in order we'll get a treatment plan and then I'll get back to life as normal life that I knew as normal and that's not what happened unfortunately My healthcare is divided still to this day over three hospital jurisdictions. So I'm looked after in hospitals in Toronto, in Halton where I live and in Hamilton. I have 10 different specialists managing my care. So as you can imagine, it's a lot of details. There's a lot of appointments. I'm on unfortunately a ton of medication. I've got different therapies that I uh, take part in. So it's a lot, it's a lot to manage. Back in 2012, 2013, when when I was going through this, I went into this thinking honestly that when a doctor swiped my health card, they saw my whole history. I mean, yeah. that what made sense to me in my business brain. They would have.
2: I, me- I remember you. I remember you mentioned that before.
3: Yeah, that's it's not the case. <laughs> I learned it yeah. really quickly. So I learned really, really quickly through trial and error that unfortunately while our healthcare system in canada is phenomenal and i'm grateful every single day that i have access to the care that i do there are some gaps and some pretty big gaps when it comes to communication and knowledge transfer so we know anyone that is a a recurring customer of our healthcare system knows that our doctors operate in silos even within the same hospital sometimes those physicians don't speak to each other Specifically, where that comes into problems are the um, access to tests and diagnostic imaging and admission notes. I had one month where I, I was in crisis three different times. Unfortunately, one of those times I was up in Perry Sound, one time I was here at home, and one time I was in Hamilton. And all three of those hospitals are on different electronic health or hospital record systems. So what ended up happening was because the hospital couldn't access the notes and didn't have my history, I had three CT scans that month.
2: Oh, wow, that's I that's mean, that's incredible. That because <laughs> for anyone that hasn't gone through that with himself or a family member, you would think that it is more connected. And first of all, to go back, like kudos to you and Simon to, to getting through that, like almost a decade. And the neat thing about all of this is. I just remember those years because we've known each other for that long Mm -hmm. and the hurdles that you guys were going through and, and to now see where everything is. It's just, it's great to see that you guys came in on the other end of this, especially with you developing this for so many other people to not have to go through that frustration, stress, and headache. That's just fantastic. So then the thing is what people could be listening to is this, is that, well, okay, I don't have any experience in this. I just recently got diagnosed or have a family member or an older parent how do I even start with this? Because I have no experience with any of this. So, how can I be an advocate for my own health or my parents' health? Because I don't have any background in knowing how this whole system works.
3: Absolutely. Well, you used my favorite word there advocate. And Chronically Simple is truly about advocating and empowering. To me, it's hard to advocate for yourself or for a loved one if you don't have their information. So, What I wanted and and what makes Chronically Simple unique is if you go into the App Store or Google Play, there are tens of thousands of health and wellness apps out there. You've got apps that can track medication and appointments and diet and symptoms. What is unique, and if you're new, if you have just recently been diagnosed, I can tell you that managing an illness at times can feel like a full-time job. So what I struggled with was during, you know, my time when I was trying to figure out my new normal, I couldn't cognitively manage 10 different apps to help me keep track of things. I needed basically one, I needed a project manager. So that is what Chronically Simple is. It is one secure centralized hub that helps you keep everything together. And that enables you to better advocate for yourself. If I had had Chronically Simple that month that I was in crisis, even if I couldn't speak for myself, Simon could have pulled up his app because it is shareable and shown the doctors, this is her last CT scan. The, these are the last antibiotics she was on. This is what she needs. To better advocate for ourselves, we have to have access to that information. You know, never is it more important than the pandemic time right now where for the past four months, advocates and and family members haven't been allowed to go into hospitals with their loved ones so people are going in alone and if they don't have their medical history at the palm of their hand they're not the doctors aren't going to have the full picture that they need to provide them the best treatment or the best care possible
1: christy patrice here quick question this app it seems yes the healthcare system is definitely complicated no question but this app seems to offer confidence, and the ability to empower the user. Was that your goal?
3: A hundred percent. So what I'm most proud of about this app and getting back to why did I build it? Chris knows I didn't set out to start a company. I have no tech background. I wanted to help people because I struggled so much to try and keep everything together. I had binders and If you speak to anyone that lives with a chronic illness, whether or not it's cancer, diabetes, a rare disease, a neurological disease, those people or their caregivers, their family members that care for them and advocate for them will all tell you they keep track of everything and they keep them in binders or folders. It's paper-based. So chronically simple is the ability to digitize those binders keep all of that information together. Did that answer your question?
1: Oh, yes, most definitely, most definitely. And one thing, too, we keep saying chronic illnesses here, chronically simple, chronic illnesses. This is also for people with disabilities, correct?
3: Absolutely. So I built this app, every data point in this app comes from either a patient, a person like me, or a caregiver, a mom. A dad, a sister, a daughter that have experienced pain points within our healthcare system. So, an example I can give you is our expenses section. That was built from our pediatric caregivers, our moms and dads that care for children, either, you know, children that are on any healthcare journey. They needed a place where they could keep track of all of their medical expenses because when you're applying for disability tax credits, grants, funding, school programs, it was overwhelming to them because all of those grants and applications, some are due every six months, some are due every year. You always need to keep all of your receipts. You have to tie them to the healthcare professional that's helping you. It's, again, we go back to full-time job. So our expenses section was built from the feedback of those parents, people like you and I that live it. The lived experience, this app is entirely created by lived experience.
2: You're reminding me so much. I've, I have not gone through an illness or disability myself or with a family member, but when you keep mentioning the binders and it being a full-time job, I just remember a very long time ago when I was a paramedic, we would transport, it wasn't crit- always critical calls. You'd tra- you would sometimes get calls from just to transport a patient to a hospital for an appointment and I remember I was quite young when I was doing that job but going to these homes and getting disabled children that had appointments with health care providers and some of those rides in the back of the ambulance would be quite long because they were in rural settings and you just would speak to the parents and they just looked exhausted but they would have like you said it's so funny you say that the binders and I remember one, one particular patient, the mother climbed to the back of the ambulance with me, and she had, it was like a, a cardboard box of bananas. Like it was the outside, and she had it just filled with binders. And I just couldn't believe she was bringing that to her this one appointment for one healthcare provider. And she, now I have to admit, she knew almost everything of this child's disability, but she just was exhausted. And she was getting into some things personal too on... How exhausted she was on just trying to manage this, on top of dealing with her other children. She was a she was a wife, her job, and it's just so interesting when you're saying that because that's the vision that came into my head as soon as you mentioned the binders. So,
3: unfortunately, your story and, and this all of the uh, stories that I have, Chris, they're not unique. Any parent that you speak to, they are their the primary caregiver and the advocate for their child. So. They do know that child better than any healthcare professional ever would. They live with them 24-7. So having access to all of that information and being able to knowledge share, that's where the advocating and the empowering comes from. My colleague, Brenda, that helped me build the caregiver section of Chronically Simple Her son has cerebral palsy and profound hearing loss, and he's incredibly medically complex. He had over 200 specialist appointments in his first year of life. She had seven binders of his medical information, and she stopped collecting it when he was five.
2: Wow. Now, okay, so let's let's get into that, that age, illness, cancer. Is there any limit on this, or is it for a specific...
3: It's a good question, yeah. and I'm glad that you asked me. When I when I started out, I thought, okay, there's a hole in the system, and you know, me being me, I'm like, I need to fix this, but what I realized when I talked to my network, and I talked to the people from recruiting, I had built up a really big personal network, and when I went to them, and I said, guys, I'm struggling to keep my health information together, and to keep on top of my care, how do you guys do it? And then everyone came back and said, we have binders, (laughs) like, you know, we do it manually. So then I went back to them and I said, you know, where are the pain points? And what I learned and what I built Chronically Simple on was I can't focus just on rare disease or just on, say, neurological disorders like cerebral palsy or traumatic brain injury, because we all experience the same pain points, regardless of what healthcare journey we're on my girlfriend that was on a breast cancer journey helped me build out part uh, and sections of the app. The interesting part of that story was she went through her journey. She finished her treatment. She was deemed cancer free, which we celebrated. And then six months later, they found a small spot on her lung and she needed the app again. So what that taught me, you know, what that experience was is Not only is it important to manage your care when you are diagnosed, so at time of diagnosis or early in your journey, this really is a habit that, like, I have so many users that have no condition. They're just managing it for themselves, or they keep track of their children's doctor's appointments, immunizations, ear infections, antibiotics, blood tests, anything that comes up so that if or when a crisis occurs again you can advocate because you have that whole history
2: now so she so she's diagnosed with breast cancer she goes through the treatment fantastic she's now clear six months or a year later she can just go back into that app or re-sign up or how does that work and is the information and obviously the information is not lost
3: yes so we keep now this is a this will get a bit too techy for you and and for your listeners probably but Again, because I'm a user and security and privacy is very important to me, we built our tool to adhere to the highest of the internet privacy legislations. There are two governing bodies called the GDPR and the CCPA. So with that, we wanted to make sure that we kept people's history stored securely in the case of that they ever have to come back. So you have two options. If you choose to cancel your subscription and you have the right to be forgotten, that's under the GDPR. So if you email us and you say I'd like to cancel and I would like you to delete all my information, that happens immediately. The second option is I would like to cancel, you know, I'm healthy, I don't need this anymore. We will keep your information stored securely for a year in the hopes that like I mean hopefully you you won't need to come back, but if you did or if you decided you know what i liked the peace of mind of having this although i don't use it every day i like knowing that it's there i'm gonna keep it we've got you'll have access to all that information for a year that way you don't have to restart the whole process again
2: so the information is obviously secure because that's that's of course some people's concern obviously They're not gonna type in, okay, today I have a headache and all of a sudden now like Facebook, everywhere they go is gonna be popping up Tylenol ads. It's not anything like that.
3: (laughs) Absolutely not. There is, um, like we are a user-based app. And what makes us special is that our users are confident enough in our technology and our security and privacy policy to enter in their symptoms multiple times a day, to be honest about how they are feeling and to share that information with their chosen care teams. So I've partnered with external counsel that specialize in data and app privacy in order to ensure that we have a privacy policy in terms and conditions that very clearly outline that you own your data and it is not sold or shared. You will never find it on Facebook or any other privacy breaches. This is so important in order for our users to feel safe, to accurately report how they're feeling.
2: Of course, and I I wouldn't expect obviously any less, but of course I just wanted to make sure listeners understood that. That's great. Okay, so you and I have talked a lot about sandwich generation, which for our listeners is a lot of people anywhere age from 40 to 60, where they're caring for young children and elderly parents. And Christy, when we had our conversation before, It was pretty incredible when you're showing me what the app it can do for, say, the family member or caregiver, however you want to word it, and how you can monitor your parents taking medications or appointments or knowing if they've missed a medication. I thought that was unbelievable because I have so many clients exactly in that sandwich generation where it's hard enough and stressful enough to be raising young family, but then to have an elderly parent or family member having an illness or disability, this really caught my attention. So let's go through a day of my mother has an illness. We both have woken up and I'm working. Kind of give me a couple scenarios of what you've helped clients with in that exact situation.
3: Of course. So our medication section has the ability or what we do is we send notifications to the home screen of your phone. Because again, the entire point of this app is to keep it simple for both the person using it and their care team. When your mom wakes up and she has to take her, you know, four pills at 7 a.m., she'll get a notification that pops up on her screen. Hi, Jane, it's time to take your Tylenol. She just clicks, mark taken. And then that notifies you, Chris, on your phone, mom took her medication at 7.02 a.m. Where it's important is If your mom is supposed to take her medication at 7 and you don't get the notification, you will get an alert at 7.15 that says, mom hasn't taken her medication yet. So it's a prompt for you to step away from whatever you're doing and give her a quick call just to make sure, hey, mom, did you take your meds? Yes, I did. I forgot to mark it. Or no, I didn't. Thank you so much for calling. I'll take them now. We know that we've got Parkinson's patients are a really good example they are on upwards of 30 medications a day, and they are timely. There are negative consequences if they don't take them at their specific times. So if you are a son or a daughter caring for your mom or dad who has Parkinson's, you don't want to have to step out of your day every hour when, they, when they're supposed to take their medications. So this way, you know, you're in a meeting, you look down at your phone, you can see mom took her medication, it's an ease of mind for you.
2: That's great. Now, so let me, that's another, what's another example would be obviously your family member is going to have a ton of appointments and you had mentioned even like with the environment right now, even if you weren't working, say myself and my mom has appointments, I wouldn't be able to go because of the situation we're in with the whole pandemic. So how can I make sure that certain questions are being addressed when she's going by herself? Is there a feature so, on that? or? In-
3: there is, yes. Yeah. So in our appointment section, we have a, a screen for pre-appointment notes and post-appointment notes. So as a member of her care team, you would type in, mom, I want you to talk to the doctor about this, 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 and this. When she goes to the doctor, she pulls that up and she has all of your questions there. When she leaves, the app will prompt her to enter her post-appointment notes. And at that point, she can either type them or we have a talk to text feature. So I spoke to the doctor about this symptom. He said, it's nothing to worry about. I have to follow up with an MRI in three months and I'm going to start a new medication. She presses save. You get an alert on your phone. You can see, you know, if your mom's appointments at 1030 and she's done at 1045, she doesn't even have to pick up the phone to call you. You can see the post appointment notes updated in real time.
2: Wow. And and the biggest thing at that age group of, of 70 plus, sometimes some of them aren't exactly the most tech savvy, but it sounds like you guys have addressed that very well with the app with such things as just tapping on a microphone and her verbally yeah. recording it and it switching to text. And that's, that's pretty incredible.
3: Thank you. We did try and take into account accessibility obviously is, is vital, but also for the demographic. So being yeah. You know, I'm 43. My dad is almost 70. I've got kids aging between 7 and 13. We're managing a lot. And when I first built this, that's why we have a web-based platform as well as a mobile app. My dad is more likely to enter in his information on his laptop than he is on his cell phone.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Test every feature with him to make sure that he can navigate it, that it's easy, that it's not confusing for him. If my 70-year-old father can use it, I feel like we're, and he's not that tech savvy, trust me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. So then how does someone even get more information about this? Where do they go to contact you in this? And and then what's the cost of this and how does all of that work?
3: Of course. So we have a website, we're chronicallysimple.com. We are live in the app store and Google play for Android. So you can search up our app there. We're a subscription based service like a Netflix or a Dropbox. We are $9.99 a month and that it gives you one. So you would enter in either as a patient or a caregiver, put in all of the information, it is shareable to as many people as you want to invite. You upload as many documents. There's no extra charges, just one flat fee. Right now, we've got a free trial in market in response to the COVID pandemic, being that the medically vulnerable community is who we support, we didn't want there to be any financial barriers to access this tool in light of the the current economic situation. So we changed our 30 day free trial to a six month free trial. So when you sign up for the app, you can use it for free for six months.
2: That's great. I just want to just, listeners, that's $9.99. I just want to make sure that it came across Yeah, we're $1,000 a month. We
3: wanted to make it really affordable.
2: (laughs) It just came across quick, so I wanted to make sure they understood that that was clarified. Sorry. $1,000 a month, let me know where I can buy that stock. (laughs) Seriously,
1: yeah. (laughs) Christy, another question here for me. Looking forward, this is just an awesome app. Is there any plan to possibly allow it to be integrated into a provider's IT system? You would go in and plug in a USB connection or something like that?
3: We are looking at that right now. EMR connectivity, EHR connectivity. So for our listeners, that's your electronic medical record and your electronic hospital record. That integration is what I've been working on for the past four years. Right now, our process is still manual. It's still up to patients and their families to collect all of the information, make sure that they upload it into the app. It's a lot of work. And my life goal is to get patients and their families access to their their medical records and then integrate that within the app. So as I'm in my doctor's office and they're typing notes in my electronic medical record, that would populate automatically into the app. We're actively working on that feature. It is top of my roadmap.
2: That is awesome. Great. The other thing I'm going to just mention to my listeners, Christy, because you were gracious to offer our listeners upgrade for a 12-month free trial, and that if they wanted a code, they can contact us, and we will happily give them that code so they can get the 12 months free
3: for Chronically Simple. Absolutely. I'm so honored that you asked me to chat with you today. And I'm very happy to offer your listeners, you know, a a free gift for
2: listening
3: to us chat for this time. What I would ask is if you have feedback, when your users do download us and give us a try, my email is christy at chronicallysimple.com. So if you have feedback as to how this app could make your life easier, please just email me and let me know. That is how we have innovated and we continue to innovate to bring new features to market to help make your lives easier.
2: Makes sense to make it better for them for sure. And then for any listeners that want that promo, please just contact us through our website at threehatsfinancial.ca. All
1: right. Thanks, everybody. This is an exciting option for those with disabilities or a chronic illness, Christy. Thank you so much, Christy Dickinson of Chronically Simple. And thank you, Chris Rowe of Three Hats Financial, for highlighting Christy's story. For more episodes of the ride, Life, Work, and Wealth, use the subscribe button on this page. And you can also share with the share button. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again
0: later. Thank you for listening to the Ride, Life, Work, and Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. All comments are of a general nature and should not be relied upon as individual advice. The views and opinions expressed in this commentary may not necessarily reflect those of IPC Investment Corporation. While every attempt is made to ensure accuracy, facts and figures are not guaranteed. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.